Well, I'm trying to start this again. I started, uh, I, I did one at seven, but I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it as I was doing it. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just deciding to do, uh, to do this one more time and we'll see what we get. Uh, so this is Tao of the Day. Uh, I'm your host, Martin John, and I want you to join me and pick a number between one and 81. Uh, what I want to do is help you read your Tao for the day. Today, the Tao Te Ching, well, not today, every day, the Tao Te Ching is, uh, translates to the canon of reason, and it is how, uh, it, it is a text that was written 600 BC, and uh, it was by Lao Tzu, and it is a beautiful text that helps us live a more reasonable life, live a life in balance and in, you know, harmony with nature and the things around us. So if you have a number between one and 81, uh, join me and I'll read it with you and then we'll go through it line by line and see how it resonates with you as, uh, as your day and right now in your life. I picked uh, 71 for my Tao today and I'm gonna go ahead and read that through and then we'll go through it line by line and see what, uh, what it has for me. 71 says, not knowing is true knowledge. Presuming to know is a disease. D. Grant is going to join us. We'll come back to 71 in a minute. Let's see what D. Grant has. Dude, why did you stop? (laughs) Why did I stop? (laughs) Well, because you're joining me, and I know that you're going to probably have a number to to, to share. I can can complete reading this, or I'll do that later. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you doing? I'm well. How how should I address you as D or Grant or D Grant or how? D or D Grant is just fine. D is great. So D. Um. Uh. So so this is Dow of the day. I I know we haven't talked before. So um. I've been listening like, to your Dow of the day for a little while, man. Oh well, wonderful. Well, thank you for and uh, for our mutual friend Catherine really suggested that I uh, get connected with you in some way. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, Catherine, Catherine's wonderful. She joins me. I think I, I don't know where she is in the States, but I know when I when when I do my DAOs a little later, she is on it and we, we always share a DAO. But but I think she's in, Yeah, I think she's in Tennessee. Oh, okay. Well maybe she's just maybe maybe she's just not not online. Maybe she's still doing her morning routine or whatnot at this point. So Yeah. Um yeah, that's right. She is in Tennessee. We had talked about that. So um so so Dee, do you have a do you have a number between one and eighty one for me? I do, but before I do that, I wanted to say that what you were saying about 71, um, yeah, man, uh, that was something I was thinking about last night driving home, about how freeing it is. Like, I I think just the phrase, I don't know, is such a freeing, like, peaceful sentence to tell yourself because it sets you apart from, like, all of the know-it-all tendencies that we tend to try to have as people especially in this age where like information is everywhere and we're trying to quote unquote, figure it out. Like yeah. just releasing that and saying, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> Such a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and, and it is true. Like as soon as, as soon as we know something, the ability for that thing to change uh, just opens up. Right. Like, and, and to to think that anything that we know is factual, you know, I mean, I mean, there's math, you know, but math deals with a lot of things that we perceive as well, you know, um, yeah. and, and it doesn't, math doesn't necessarily work the same in the quantum realm 
as it does in the exactly. uh, realm that we experience. And so, so math isn't even truth at that level. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, there's also that part of our, I guess, part of our brains that once we think we know, we think we know all of it instead of realizing that there's still a whole lot more to explore and discover. And that, you know, that this is, this is poignant for me because this is, you know, like when, when we deal with other people, like coming to, you know, a new relationship or coming to a new place where we meet new people like, like you and I, um, it's important to be in a space of not knowing, you know, and, and by me coming to a space of not knowing, I'd be like, well, how, how can I address you if that is even a question that should be asked or whatever? And, and, and then it's like, okay, well, now, now I have something and I can hold on to it until I'm corrected. Yeah, well, I appreciate you asking that question. A lot of people <laughs> don't do that. And then, you know, I just like, they'll be like, hey, Grant, how are you doing? I'm like, hey, uh, why don't you call me D? Right. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, so no problem. I appreciate you, man. Absolutely. So, so what's your number for today? Well, I was born in 1981 and I turned 40 in a little less than two weeks. So I'm curious what 81 is. 81. It's a beautiful one. Um, so, and I think this is going to relate to what you were dealing with yesterday as well. Um, true words aren't eloquent and eloquent words aren't true. Wise men don't need to prove their point. And men who need to prove their point aren't wise. The master has no possessions. The more he does for others, the happier he is. The more he gives to others, the wealthier he is. The Tao nourishes by not forcing, by not dominating. The master leads. Mm. Yeah, man, that, that, hits, that hits all the right notes, man, in perfect harmony. Yeah, beautiful. All right, so so let's 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 go back to the beginning and see what see what we got to we got what we got to work with here. True words aren't eloquent. <sighs> well, there's. I mean, I, I'm I'm a I do a lot of writing, and I write a lot of um, write a, I write a whole lot about love. That's everything that I'm about. Uh, but I I tend to be very careful about the way that I uh, say some things because I want the point to be clearly understood. And I do see that sometimes I'm attempting to be eloquent to uh, really convey a, a point when being more direct could be uh, a better way to serve. So uh, that, that, that's one right off the top of my head that really, really speaks to me. Yeah. I always look at this as like, you know, like I want to be honest, right. And I want to, and I want to, and I want to just say what is needing to be said. And if I start to muss up and try to figure out the right words, mm. because I'm thinking about the audience too much then I get caught up in this idea of trying to know what the audience is thinking mm. before they've even read it. Yeah. That's the thing a good point. Is, is, you know, like what we read in 71, just the fact that I got through that first line, like those, like knowing is a disease, right? Like just let yourself speak because you are being guided by the Tao, not your ego.
I like leaving pauses. You did, uh, you did uh, mute yourself. I don't know if you were uh, aware of that. Um, you might, might be on a call. So I'm going to go ahead and read the next line, which is, wise men don't need to prove their point. Men who need to prove their point aren't wise. That, that, I, I really love that because there are times when I need to prove my point. And those are times I fuck it up. <laughs> and and it is clear that I fuck it up. So um so so yeah, I I know that um I don't need to prove my point and and, and I have been working on things over the last couple of days so that I can continue to live in a space where I don't need to prove my point, where I can just be present and accept things as they are. Um it's not always easy to do that but it is it is something that i need to be able to work on and i need to be able to embrace um so i don't know um okay so i think we lost d uh if he is still on and listening he can come on when he is ready um but i'm going to finish reading through this and then we'll go back to 71. um the master has no possessions. The more he does for others, the happier he is. And I think maybe I have, uh, re- you know, leaned on this a little too much. I also want, I, I also want to, well, no, that's not true. I, I do want to uh, do for others, but doing for others sometimes also means receiving what they're doing for you, allowing them the space to do for you. The more he gives to others, the wealthier he is. And that's a really important aspect. Like we have to be able to give to others. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean money. It doesn't mean even have to mean time. You can give attention and you can just look someone in the eye. One of the, one of the things I talked about in one of my earliest talks about uh, harm reduction is look a motherfucker in the eye. Like if they're homeless, see them. And that's okay. It's beautiful. The Tao nourishes by not forcing by not demanding, by not dominating, the master leads. So the Tao nourishes by not forcing itself on you. It just is present. And by not dominating, you will always come back to it. You'll always come come around to it. Here, Dee's back with us. So maybe we can head back and see what he has to say on on some of these things. Hey, sorry, man. I don't know what happened, but it wouldn't let me talk, and then it wouldn't let you talk. Oh, yeah. I don't so, know. What, yeah, I was I, I was know. talking the whole time, so I don't know what 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 happened. <laughs> <laughs> like I know yours went yours went on mute, and then it it, it yeah you out or or you probably pulled out of that or whatever. So so yeah, either way, I, um, fun fun times with apps. Like yeah, I don't yeah. I don't yeah, no I don't know sure. how the app works. Sometimes I don't know why it gets sometimes glitchy or it seems to, and uh, yeah. I I don't. I don't know what happened just there, but I'm glad that we're able to put the pieces together. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the next line after the eloquent words aren't true is wise men don't need to prove their point and men who need to prove their point aren't wise. Yeah. Yeah. We see that around us all the time, don't we? Like people who, people who have a point to prove, they, 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 yeah. they roll up their sleeve, and they pump their fist and they're like, you have to hear me. And it's like, when you can step up to your place, when you can step up into your and 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 once again, like this idea of truth, this idea of truth and honesty. When you can step into your truth, 
and just present it. You don't have to be eloquent. It doesn't have to look a certain way. And just because it's your truth, that means you're acting from a place of being wise. And if we go back to this idea of like knowing, which we exactly. mentioned earlier, yeah. if you step into this into this space of not needing to prove your point. If you're, if you step into the space of necessarily understanding that you don't know everything, then you still don't need to prove your point and you can change your point. You can change your mind. But if you need to prove your point, then you shut yourself off to learning and you think, think so. you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think like one of the things that also taps into this stuff is like, flowing from a place of love, you're going to speak from a place of kindness and a place of gentleness, and you're going to be honest and you're going to be direct. And I think one of the things that like gets in the way, and you mentioned this a minute ago about like not, not operating out of ego. Like when you're, when you, like you just said, when you've got something that you feel like you have to prove or some point that you feel like you have to make and establish yourself as some sort of expert or whatever, like that, that changes the flow of the communication. It changes the energy of what's actually being done. And it's not, uh, it's not the same thing as just speaking your truth. Like you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like your truth doesn't have to be someone else's. So why, why would there ever be a need to prove your point? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to prove at all. Right. It's yours. And that's right. It. Yeah. And, that's so, and, and, and when we can communicate from that place, then we can, then we can be yielding and firm in our idea, but yielding to other people's experience. Yeah. I think it also opens up the channels of communication with people because it, it creates a more receptive environment. Uh, right. And, and in that place, then it becomes an opportunity for growth and learning and everything for everybody involved. And, um, it, you know, it's, it, I've been, I'm going to say, I've been learning about all of the stuff that we usually talk about when we're talking about energy. I didn't understand what that, what that word meant for a while. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, you know, when I thought of energy at all, I, I thought of like natural energy, you know, like uh, right. water and sunlight and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, what do you mean by the energy of the room when I show up in this certain way, but it totally makes sense. It's, it's like that, you know, it's the attitude or the vibe or the, um, the feeling that is, uh, you know, coming through and in, in these different interactions and stuff. And there is a energy atmosphere, attitude, whatever you want to call it, th that comes from people that are sincerely interested in connecting and sincerely interested in learning and can, uh, seriously interested in, um, expanding versus somebody that, you know, seems to have kind of a bone to pick with the world and, uh, <laughs> some, like you were saying, some sort of point to prove. And it, it creates almost like it, no, not almost, it totally creates this kind of resistance to like, I don't know if I really want to hear what this person has to say. And I don't really know if I want to engage with them in, in some way. Cause it, I don't, I don't know if I can actually get close. I don't know if I can actually like, um, build some sort of, you know, harmonious exchange here. And that's not always something that we are consciously aware of. It's just something that's going on inside of us. And that, um, uh, going back into everything you've been, you've been like, 
digging into from, you know, number 81 of the Tao, like the, the wise don't have to prove themselves to be wise. They just, they just speak and wisdom is what comes out. Right. You know, when you want to prove your point and you go out, like as soon as, as soon as someone gets wind of the idea that you want to prove your point, like why would anyone stay open? Mm. Right. Like you immediately just put off this energy of like, I'm going to change your mind. And, Mm -hmm. and, and that, that will immediately just turn people off because they're like, wait, but, but my thoughts are valid as well. And that's why not knowing that's why walking into this and being honest and being, and just presenting your, your experience you know, and, and if you can present it, no matter how ugly it's presented, if it's true for you, then it's going to at least alter the energy that other people receive it with. You know, I can't say what those words will be, but as soon as we start to, as soon as we stop and pause and edit and do all of these different things to get you to feel something, then I'm not then, then I'm utilizing those things to manipulate you yeah. into hearing something that maybe isn't true. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of what you're also talking about here is the element of control. Yep. And, you know, when we, when we try to be in control of situations or of people or of circumstances or of really anything, <laughs> that, t- that really kind of taps into that whole uh, knowing versus not knowing uh, energy. And when you're open to receiving and when you're open to giving and just when you're open in general and you're not trying to, you know, force anything into existence, but you're just in a state of allowing, then that really opens up all kinds of channels for things to happen. Yeah. And so also, on oh, go on. Well, uh, one of the things I've been learning, um, and growing in it and experiencing here, especially on this app is that like, you know, the stories that people share, the stories that all of us share about our own experiences and everything, like it can, when we, when we allow, like, just like what you were saying about, you know, standing in your personal truth and speaking honestly from, from your heart and from your soul, uh, just sharing your story can come through to people in ways that speak of, uh, inspiration and wisdom and love and understanding and grace and people start to understand themselves more. And that's really just a matter of like opening up and, and just the way you were talking about a second ago, just sharing and being vulnerable at times and being direct and being, um, just being, being a conduit. And all of that stuff is, you know, removing your ego from the equation and allowing yourself to be free and allowing yourself to learn and grow and also allowing yourself to be, uh, to be expressed. Yes. And that, and, and I like how you put that as the idea of to be expressed. And that's like to be expressed by the Tao, to be expressed by that, which is, that's which, that which we are tapped into and connected to, you know, this energy be, and, and, and remember, we're in relation. So what I say and you hear don't necessarily have anything to do with one another. You know, so I need to speak my truth and you need to be within yours in order to receive what you need to receive. When I try and dictate what you're going to experience, 
then I am trying to manipulate the situation probably to my benefit and probably to prove a point. Yeah, exactly. So the master has no possessions. The more he does for others, the happier he is. And, you know, I like to I, I, I like to step in and just say really quickly, the more he does for others doesn't necessarily mean that he's that that he or she or whatever is is moving into the space like actively doing. They may just be present and like just yeah. being here doing what I do gives you a platform to come and speak. And so when what I do naturally helps others, it fulfills me. Yeah, same here, man. Same here. And the more he gives to others, the wealthier he is. And I think that that is the same. And, you know, like wealth here, of course, is not necessarily a financial thing, but just like in terms of you know, resources, like, like energy resources, maybe even like the more energy that I'm able to give and expend in order to aid others, the more I have access to, if I am open to receiving that. And I think that's something that I have been working on this week is the space of like, am I resistant to receiving a lot of energy, even though I give so much? And, and that's something that Mm. I'm working on myself because i think resistance is something that is very very much a part of my uh day-to-day and that's something that i'm you know actively working on trying well actively i'm i'm working on trying to just be aware of so i can let it dissipate well i appreciate your vulnerability there man because that's a big deal like and i think resistance is something that all of us all, all of us face and all of us deal with in some form or fashion we're just not always aware that that's what's going on right yeah. And so the, aware- yeah, the awareness by itself is. Go on. I just, the, the awareness of like what you just said, like you, you said you are, uh, you are becoming more aware of some of the resistance that you have experienced and you're, you're working through that and you're addressing it in a conscious way. And that by itself is a very big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this next line, these last two lines of this 81 say, the Tao nourishes by not forcing, by not dominating, the master leads. Mm. And I think that relates, that relates so much to this idea of, you know, like the resistance that I'm looking at in my life and trying to become aware of. I don't want to force myself to receive. I want to not try and dominate that and try and look at the resistance and allow it to subside rather than, because there isn't like, like if we talk about love, right, you were talking about love, like, like there is love all around us all the time. The idea of receiving love is kind of ridiculous because that's an active thing. But the only reason we're not receiving love is because we're actively resisting. And so by not, by not forcing, by not dominating that, the master leads, we can allow ourselves to be present with that love if we can stop actively resisting because that love is all around us at every moment. Yeah. So there's uh, one of my favorite teachers and he's become a friend of mine over the years, uh, you probably heard of him, Seth Godin. Yeah. Uh, yeah so he, I, I, I read his emails just about every day. One of what he said a couple of days ago, he talked about how 
uh, tugboats don't actually tug. They pull. And when you're trying to push against large objects or against crowds to try to get them to move in a direction, you're going to be uh, working in vain. But instead, when you get out in front and you lead by, uh, by going in your own direction, you end up either energetically pulling or just inspiring people to follow you. And I think that that ties in so much with what you were just reading about the last two lines of number 81. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I'm a big fan of, of Seth's. Like, if you look at my Instagram, I, I quote him quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I hear that. I didn't read that email. I, I usually do. And, and so I'm, it's surprising that I don't know that. But um, but either way, that's beautiful. And I'm really I'm really happy that you uh, you brought it up. Um, yeah, this this like being in the space of not forcing. And I think that goes back to this first line. And I know we only got like 30 more seconds, but like. True words aren't eloquent. Eloquent words aren't true. Eloquent words can be something we force. Mm -hmm. And the Tao nourishes by not forcing. And so by not dominating, by not trying to persuade people, by not trying to prove our point, we can get out in front and we can lead. And people will, people will not necessarily follow us, but they'll follow themselves because that's what we're doing. Yeah, man. Well, Martin, John, I appreciate you so much, man. It's been so wonderful to talk with you. And thank you for doing this every single day. I appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you so much, D. I really appreciate connecting with you. I'm going to go ahead and give you a quick follow and then we'll be, um, we'll be connected. And I look forward to chatting with you again. So that was 81. D, D joined me to, to, and, and picked 81. Do you have a number between 1 and 81 that you would like uh, that you would like us to go over. I picked 71 today, and I'm going to go back to that um, while you guys mull over a number for yourselves. And once you have one, you just come on, and then we'll talk about your Tao for the day. Not knowing is true knowledge. Presuming to know is a disease. First, realize that you are sick. Then you can move towards health. Now I'm getting emotional already, and I'll tell you why in a moment. The master is her own physician. She, heal, she has healed herself of all knowing. Thus, she is truly whole. So here, not knowing is true knowledge. Presuming to know is a disease. And I think I got stuck in presuming to know once again in my life. Once you realize that you are sick, you can move towards health. Like that's the big point. Once you realize that you are ill with knowledge, when you believe something that's not true, and I believe possibly that I'm not worthy. And when I believe I'm not worthy, I do things because I believe that for other people as well. And that's when, when I was talking to Dee earlier, talking about like, I resist love. I resist feeling these, I resist believing that I have value, that I am worthy. And that's a sickness, that's illness, right? And, but now that I've realized that I've realized it just literally on Monday. So now that I've realized this, I can move towards health. And that's what I've been doing ever since. And it's so beautiful that this, that this Tao is here for me today because I can move towards being a healthier person and I can move towards having healthier relationships. I can move towards having healthier relationship with myself because what I learned is that I don't, I actively resist my own love for myself. And so now that I've realized that, I can take steps towards 
being healthy. And that's what everyone has been saying to me. And so I'm really grateful for that. The master is her own physician. And this is where, you know, what we think and how we eat and how we live and who we are, like brings us to a place of health. She has healed herself of all knowing. Thus, she is truly whole. When you don't know who you are when you wake up in the morning and have to reinvent that in and, and reinventing that means moving towards health, right? You're going to reinvent who you are today from who you were yesterday so that you can move towards health. There's no other reason to reinvent yourself. You're not going to move yourself towards sickness. You're going to move yourself towards health. And that's the beauty of being who you are and being able to shift every day. Being able to be where you are and be who you are and be whole. You have to be your own physician and that starts in your mind, right? in your attitude and how you grow and how you live and how you like see your knowledge. Not knowing is true knowledge. Presuming to know is a disease. As soon as you think you know something, you need to be able to realize that you're sick. You know, I talk to people in my workshops all the time and I say, how many of you chose to drink coffee today? And then I ask, how many of you actually chose, made the choice to drink coffee today versus just executed a decision you made a long time ago? Most people are just executing decisions they've made a long time ago. And because of that, they're not present, right? They're not present within themselves. They, they just, they are yesterday. They are living their lives as they did yesterday. And that's why this second part of this 71 says the master is her own physician. She has healed herself of all knowing. I don't know today if I am a coffee drinker. So I will ask myself, do I want coffee? And because of that, she can wake up today and be someone different. And then she can say, do I want to journal? Do I want to exercise? Do I want to go to my job? Do I want to grow? And how do I want to do that? Can I be present with who I am today? without the preconceived ideas of who I have been. Because if you know who you are, well, then you're, you're closed off to a large part of yourself because all you can know is who you were. Who you are is changing all the time. And that's your work. And that's your life. And that is why you are your own physician. You're your own doctor. You're the person who is guiding you to who you are tomorrow. You have to first realize that you're sick and then you can move towards health. That is the point. You are, if you know who you are, that is an illness. It's a disease. Realize you're sick and move towards health. Move towards not knowing who you are. Because who you are is changing every moment. Who I am after talking to D about 81 today is different than who I was when I woke up this morning. And if I don't recognize that, if I don't recognize that there has been a shift, then I am going to be judging myself today as I was yesterday and from a point I was yesterday. I was telling someone a long time ago that doing this work is not easy and you can't really quantify or qualify it. You just have to accept it because the judgments, like you can, you can 
you can quantify it in some degree by saying, oh, well, this is the job I have today. This is the happiness level I have today. This is the, the level of things I have today. But the person who judges that today is not going to be the person who judges it tomorrow. And so you want some sort of a stasis. You, know, you, want, you, you want an external source. You want a, a, a point in space to be able to judge your growth. But that doesn't exist. There is no point in space that does not move. And so however you are judging yourself and however you're judging your life today, it's going to change. And so we have to understand that we don't know how to judge it, but where we are today is different than where we were yesterday. And so we have to be able to be present with this moment right now and figure out what's best for us. If that means we need to lay in bed and cry all day, that's okay. That doesn't mean that we look back and say, well, we're, we're somewhere else. No, we are moving forward. We are always moving forward. We're always moving into our true whole self. And we just have to have faith that whatever I'm doing right now is the right thing to be doing right now. Okay. If anybody wants to come on, give me a number between one and 81. I would love to share your Tao for the day. Otherwise I'll be signing off give you another couple seconds. I'm Martin John. This is uh, the Tao of the Day, which is a Recover Yourself production. Uh, I host the Recover Yourself podcast. If you if you benefit from what I do, you can, uh, I, I take financial donations through Venmo at Martin John underscore Garcia and uh, would love to receive anything you would like to give. <laughs> I am working on receiving and not actively resisting. So please, send me money. Um, I, uh, I laugh at that and because it does feel uncomfortable to say that, but I want to because I need some motherfucking money, of course. So if you have any laying around and you benefit from what I'm talking about, send it over through martinjohn.com or no, yeah, you can send it there too, but uh, martinjohn underscore Garcia Venmo. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you for listening to the Tao of the day and engaging. I hope it's beneficial for you. I know I have uh, I, I have guests regularly, and so I appreciate that. He told me that he's been listening, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate his coming on. You know, long-time listener, first-time caller. Love saying that. Um, once again, I'm Martin John. This is a Recover Yourself production. Until next time, keep recovering yourself.